this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker, and today we sit down with meteorologist Mark Schannenberger of True Weather. You might remember him from his 10 plus years on WFMZ. He was a television meteorologist for almost 15 years or 15 years. Um, and we learn about how he got into it, what initially got him interested in weather in general. We talk about technology advancements. Uh, we talk about what you should do if you're looking to get into it. We talk about what happens when you get it wrong and how great it is when you get it right. I want to make sure that we thank our sponsors, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, where we actually recorded this episode on location. You can watch the video. Uh, we have the link in the show notes. Arts Quest, and of course, Michael Bernardin with Remax Realty. This episode was really interesting, and you know, if you're listening to it as it dropped, it's on the eve of a big storm that's coming through. So we talk about that as well. Again, Mark Schannenberger with True Weather, and you can find out more information about them in our show notes. TrueWX.com. Let's get to it. All right, we're we're back on location. We're here. We're at Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub in South Bethlehem, and I'm so excited to have Mark Schannenberger on. Um, Formerly of WFMZ, which right. is where I first met you, but now the content project coordinator at True Weather. And we've been, I think, throwing this back and forth at each other for a while during COVID, you know, trading some messages on LinkedIn and like tweets and stuff. And so it's nice to see you in person and, and to be um, people, when you hear this now, we're a day before there's a big weather event coming in. Yeah. So maybe even, you know, it won't be that quick. That weather will probably be gone by the time you listen to this, but it's fun to hear about. So, Thank you so much for, for coming out. How's it going? Uh, it's going great, yeah. A beautiful day. Um, <laughs> I just had a conversation with uh, our chief meteorologist, and he's sitting outside. I hear the birds chirping behind him. Right. And he's like, he's like, I don't. I, I don't know how we're forecasting for this tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it's it's just insane because it's like 60 degrees out. It's sunny. Uh, people are outside, and then tomorrow we're gonna get six inches of snow. This, I mean, this wasn't one of my scripted questions. But <laughs> does it seem like I don't know? Maybe it's just because I'm paying more attention to it. Does it seem like some of these weather events are more common now? Like we're in a March, like almost mid-March, and it's like yeah. six inches, however inches of snow, Mike? Right, yeah. So, I mean, these these events always happen. Um, the extremeness of them, I think, are, are more common now. Um, there's a number of things that are happening. I mean, people say, like, these events aren't, you know, these events never happened in the past. And I don't, I won't say they don't, they never happened in the past. What I will say is that we've got more people in more locations. And what's that one thing that everybody has in their back pocket or their side pocket? And that's a phone. And they're taking pictures of everything. And so it's right in our face more than it ever has been. Um, I think a lot of these events have happened. I think if there's one type of event that happens more, than what we saw in the past, it's flash flooding. Right, um, and that's been devastating for not just our area, yeah. but a lot of, you see it. it just, just overdevelopment, not proper runoff. Um, and when you have, you know, rain that was going into a field years ago, that's now on pavement and rushing down to the river, uh, it's it's tough not to get into those situations, but good. So, well, I, I want to start from the beginning with you. Sure. I know you're a Penn State grad, but yeah, where like where did you originally like? Do you have a memory of when you originally were like, 
I'm kind of interested in weather. Like, this is something that is, appeals to me. Yeah, so uh, I grew up uh, just outside of Wilkesboro in Dallas, Pennsylvania. Right. Um, I'm from up in that way. I'm up oh, yeah. Honesdale. Oh, yeah, District yeah. Two. Okay. okay. Right. Yeah. So um, I grew up up there. We had, we were in the back mountain. Um, and we had our house was kind of nestled in between mountains. And so when thunderstorms came through there, uh, it rattled the home. And hmm. it always was curious to me why we saw, you know, kind of uh, clouds building around us and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, my father was an engineer. Okay. And so initially when I went to college, I went to Drexel and I went to Drexel for civil engineering because I said, I like being outdoors. Uh, but I like engineering. Well, after a year and a half at at uh, Drexel and doing a co-op with, with PennDOT, I decided, you know what? I really have this passion for, for weather. Um, so let's let's chase that because it's it's kind of like golf to me. It's 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 something that you can contain for short periods of time, but you never truly have a good handle on it. Right, like we're going to talk about game, that. Yeah, yeah your it's... golf game is always something, oh man, I got a par in the next hole, you're you know, three or four over, uh, double bogeying it. And, and, and so I feel like you yeah. can contain it at times. And we've gotten into a situation here where it's far uh, more containable than it's ever been. But the, the thrill of, of weather to me was trying to trying to predict something that seems very unpredictable. Yeah, it's really interesting. And then, so you go to Drexel, I know that you eventually wound up at Penn State. Right. What, um, for somebody who's interested, in, and we'll probably talk about some, uh, there's like, I don't want to say, I get like homebrew meteorologists and these people who are also getting really into it. Yeah. What, what kind of education do you need? We talked about engineering, you know, you have that background, but if somebody's looking to get into weather at all, what can they kind of expect in that? Uh, science and math. Uh, science and math. Uh, I mean, meteorology is is essentially. I mean, what you're doing is engineering the atmosphere. You know, you're an engineer of the atmosphere, essentially. Um, in fact, environmental engineers and, and meteorologists are, are very, very similar in a lot of things that they do. So uh, there is kind of a crossover there. But yeah, science and math. I mean, when I was at Penn State, I look across and in my math classes, I was there with mathematicians, and in my Physics class, I was there with, you know, physicists. Well, what was your ultimate chemistry. degree then? Is it a degree in meteorology? So I have a degree in meteorology. Uh, I have a bachelor's in meteorology. And, and you, have like I have, a, you have a software development. Yes, right? yeah. and so then I went back to school when I was at WFMZ for a master's right. in software engineering because I felt like there was so much with weather uh, that wasn't being tapped into. Um, and in, in large part, I, th I think my being on the air um, being somebody that people can approach sure. and talk to about weather um, kind of opened my eyes to wait a second we're not giving them all the answers that we could and and hearing the questions that they were asking um, wasn't being answered by a high temperature of 70 degrees today right okay um, yeah. and so what kind, think, of like, what kind of questions were like people looking well for? I mean when when you think about it yourself when you ask a question like uh, what's the weather going to be like you're not really asking 
Oh yeah, they, there's a high of 72 degrees. You're right. Yeah, like, can I drive somewhere? Like, and, give me the, I guess. Yeah, you know, and the the it's going to be partly sunny skies. You're asking me, can I get outside with my kids this week? Yes. Yeah. That's what you're asking. This, there are two different questions. The way that meteorologists give that back to people is in a manner that says, you know, here are the parameters. Here are the numbers. Um, there's a 75% chance of rain. Well, what does that mean to you? There's Tell a 25% right. chance of not rain? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just, but what you're more interested in is how, how do I have to put up a tent for my outside party mm -hmm. this weekend or not? Mm -hmm. That's what you're in, interested in. You're not, you don't really care about the parameters, so to speak. You care about how it's gonna impact you. And listen, this is even, again, this is recorded, I hate to date something, you know, when we're recording it, but this is the day before the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade is supposed to be in Bethlehem and it's canceled because Saturday and Sunday forecasted just horrendously, you know, and, and that's what people are using. They're like, hey, they ask that question, can we have the parade? Right. And it's kind of like, no, you right. shouldn't do that. Right, right. Yeah, and, and so for me, that that question of what, what are they, what's the weather gonna be like, I mean, they don't care if I get in. If I went over to, you know, the city of Bethlehem and said, 36 degrees, this is, I mean, they would get down to a point where I gave them information that was usable, but ultimately they're asking me, can we have the parade or can we not? Yeah. Um, that's what they're asking me. Uh, they're not, they don't, they can care less about, no, I shouldn't say they could care less, but they're not as concerned about the parameters that maybe we sometimes give sure. them. Sure, and as, I'm, as I'm the kind of guy, I'm like, can it be that bad? Let's, let's do it. Right. But then, you know, there's, there's, Middle school kids marching is not fair to them. Oh yeah, you know and, I mean? and it could be. It could actually be a health hazard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can you can have slips and falls and uh, accidents on the way there tomorrow. I yeah, mean, it's, it's hard. Just, it's, yeah. One of the things that we specialize in at, at True Weather is pavement information, <laughs> and so we're talking about usable information yeah. and this is one of the things that we were really that really got me interested in this company okay. and kind of moving away from television yeah. is because of of usable weather and this is very beneficial to the city of Bethlehem tomorrow for a parade yeah. where there's going to be you know there's going to be probably two to four inches of snow accumulating on paved surfaces now you if you're a meteorologist uh, five years ago even and you're looking at this and you're saying no way the pavement retains heat it's sunny out today it's in yeah. the 60s how are we going to see this well there's other things that go into it um one you're going to have you know an entire overnight period where all that's going to get sucked out right. uh, inanimate objects will obtain that temperature of the air um, and not as quickly for for pavement but they will and so tomorrow when when you have those snowfall rates of a quarter half inch or more per hour it's pretty good that's it's a good pretty, yeah. right that will accumulate now as soon as it slows down it's going to melt but you will have accumulation on on roadways and once it starts accumulating as long as those rates stay relatively high you're going to continue to see snow accumulate on a surface so and let's take a step back here you yeah. graduate is it every I guess it's a, it's a good question because I don't know because I know there are, when you think of a meteorologist the, the lay person is going to think mm -hmm. the person on TV right? right and that's 
probably, I would think, a small percentage of the meteorologists who are in, you know, the, in the wild. Yeah. Uh, so what was it like for you? Did you leave college and go, I would like to get into television? Or, because, I mean, that's a whole different animal. You have to be able to do this, you know, be on TV, yeah. in addition to, like, did you have to take acting classes? I guess we could no, talk about that. But no, I mean, what do you do? So, so when I was at Penn State, they have... Um, different options for you and one of the options was um, broadcasting now I didn't get into okay. any of the options uh, there was uh, the energy sector which is huge mm -hmm. the private sector uh, working for the government uh, there's a lot of different areas you can go with meteorology um, and I didn't really have an option so I explored all of them a little bit uh, probably like the energy sector the most but when we say energy sector, what do, what do you Just mean? dealing with temperatures and how much, uh, we do a little bit of, of that at True Weather, okay. and that's kind of looking at um, the trends that are coming up, predicting them out, you know, weeks, months, even sometimes years in advance to give energy companies a, a good, good information, good solid information on what they can plan for. Um, with with temperatures and how much maybe right. the grid will be stressed. I understand. Uh, okay. So uh, whether there'll be more of a demand for uh, natural gases and stuff like that. Okay. Well, yeah. So so yeah. So there's there's a lot to it um, as far as the energy sector is concerned. But for me, I jumped in front of a camera and people said. Yeah, you're, you're pretty good at this. Yeah. And I said, but I don't really like it that much. Hmm. And they said, hmm. well, you're pretty good at it. You're and I'm fun. like, well, maybe that's because uh, I don't, I didn't care. really care yeah, if, if you like trying to on the air or not. And so, and that's like that secret kind of, that you, you can't, you tell it to someone right. who does care and they can't figure it out. Yeah. Right. And so uh, I just kind of did it. And, um, you know, I, I took off, it took me a couple of years to get into to television, um, but at that point I kind of, that's, that's the direction I chose. Uh, started off, first year and a half was up in northern Maine. Northern Maine? Uh, yeah, so it was... Well, uh, the weather there is just like, it's, we don't even do forecasts, it just snows. <laughs> yeah, and, snow. and so it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, dynamic up there with the weather, but yeah, they, we got, when I was up there the first morning, um, it was 19 below. Uh, now, I will say that that was the coldest morning of my entire time. Like there. It's, it was it's the just first welcoming you to the right, <laughs> and it's it was you know so dry out and, and uh, just unbelievably cold, but um, you know we had a 39 inch snowfall event up there wow. when I was there, um, right around Christmas time, and and uh, it was a great pe place. People were great sure, up absolutely. there, and you know. Um, Got my opportunity down here at, at WFMZ, just kind of walked in. Uh, they had an opening. Um, you know, I had reached out to Ed Hanna. Sure. And uh, he said, why don't you come in? So as soon as I got off the plane, we went over there, and um, they offered me a job that day. And the rest was history. Like, once I got to WFMZ, it was the, the flooding of... 2006 in June. I remember that. Real bad flooding. I, so I remember that because my niece was a, she was born she was like a year old and my brother is 10 years older than me. He's like, well, this flooding is crazy. Like we went down by Moravia and there's a cement company back yeah. there and it was just, there were guys on the roof yeah. that are like, well, you can't get out. And yeah, I remember that. Wild. Yeah. And, and I, I, I can remember one being up in Northern Maine and saying to, um, 
saying to the anchor on the show, because I actually co-anchored it with him. Okay. Um, and I said to him, I don't know what I'm walking into. <laughs> and he said, he said, yeah, well, he, he thought I was talking about, oh, he, he started giving me a pep talk. He's like, uh, oh, you'll be fine. Oh, they'll, like you, they'll, they'll like you, they'll like you here. Like, don't worry about it, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, look at, there's a stationary front just sitting over, you know, central New Jersey and uh, eastern Pennsylvania. And I said, I may be walking into like major flooding in this area. Like we're talking like, 10 to 20 inches of rain. How many events can I clearly recall from? Right. You know, and I remember that distinctly because I'm yeah. like, we shouldn't be here. We really, right. with my one-year-old niece and my brother, we're watching these floodwaters and we're kind of like, I think it might be time to, to not be around this, this area. Yeah. And, and, and so... Um, I can remember them. I came in. Um, Matt Broderick was going to show me the ropes that morning, and they said, uh, "Hey, you're okay on the air. We we don't have an issue with that. Uh, can you work tonight?" Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. So I, I worked flood coverage um, through the overnight period on on the AccuWeather Channel and 69 News, and so yeah, the first day I was there, I was on the air. Well, so let's talk about Ed, Hannah for a second. My I have two stories, real quick. The one time I think I met you. Or maybe well, it was a different time that I was in there for something. But in my former job, um, we put together a video, and it was about the people that we love in the Lehigh Valley. And number one was Ed Hanna. This is like 2000, right. uh, like 2013, 2012. Right. And he played it on air, right? Because it was part of the marketing of it. We were kind of banking on him, really liking it. And he played yeah. it during the weather forecast. Uh, and I never met him. My wife. I hope she doesn't get mad at me. Has the biggest crush on on Ed. Yeah. And we were we even met him um, at Music Fest, and I introduced. I'm like, hey, I'm the guy that did that Valentine's video. He's like, oh, that's great. And I'm like, and my wife loves you. Yeah. And she she <laughs> and you know like she would usually get embarrassed. She did not get embarrassed. She's like, let's take pictures and all yeah. that. So yeah, he. Um, it was a shame he hasn't been on air in a long time, but he was such a such a figure for such a long time, especially in you know like weather and, and such a recognizable face. Yeah, and, and and I worked, you know, side by side with Ed for almost a decade. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it was great. Um, he was he was a great guy, um, and sorely missed I think in the Lehigh Valley. Yeah, you know, he was, he was such he a was, big part of uh, every. Yeah. You know, one of the things you, you don't realize when you're on the air is how much you're a part of everybody's daily routine. Absolutely. And, um, I didn't realize that until I left. And uh, people had said to me, you know, I, I get home from work or I get home from school and I may have had a miserable day. And I turned you and, and Jim Vaughn and Melanie Falcon and Joy Howe or, or Julia Rose, um, on and and I just laugh. It gives me it's a release. For I remember me. you like would wear funny socks yep, and yep, stuff, right? Yeah, like it was. It, but that's the thing. It's just fun. And, and FMZ, you know, without going too far down the rabbit hole, it's such because yeah. it's so unique in that it's not an affiliate. It's it's ours. You know, and clearly it's privately owned, but right, it's Lehigh Valley. Yeah. And so I think with some of the the personalities on there, we, we the people do take a, 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 I mean, a liking to, but but kind of that relationship because. You're, you know, we're right down the street, and, and you're you're the Lehigh Valley state. Yeah, you know? and it, it is. I mean, you're in the Philadelphia market, sure, but yeah. this is. I mean, a lot of times, if you'd watch some of the Philly stations, it'd be one story in the Lehigh Valley when there's they try to yeah, tons they, of they're stuff. They're like, hey, we have a thing. Yeah, we've there, we've touched that area, but that's that's all we're gonna we're do. We're just trying so. to get some sponsors. I get it. Right, and so. Um, yeah, and, and the thing about WFMZ is it is a very 
family family oriented family structure i mean you think about um you know local news it's not often that you have a core and i was there for 50 almost 15 years and you think about the core uh, starting out in the morning of of sure of matt and eve and hasiel i mean you're talking Look at Haciel right now. 15 years together. Haciel starring in uh, yeah. a pl the color purple at yeah. the uh, yeah. Civic Theater. Yeah, he's I mean, doing it's great. Like, it's, what does, wasn't he on Dancing with the, uh, the Stars? Lehigh Valley, Lehigh Valley Stars. Eve did that. And so then you go yeah. you go into the evening shows and Rob and Wendy and, and, and Ed oh and Kathy yeah. Crane have been there, you know, forever. Yeah. And so you, you don't often get that. And so... When I, you know, I, I was there for, like I said, almost 15 years, and you have kids telling you that we grew up with you. We started watching you in kindergarten, and, and now we're freshmen in college, and you're like, I guess I, that's right. Yeah. Well, I'm old. But yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and you're not, you know, I'm only in my early 40s, and sure, you're, yeah. but you're like, yeah. I mean, kids grew up watching watching right. you and it becomes intertwined and is that because you're doing your job right you're yeah. in there you're, you're doing and, and we're going to talk about that and, uh, you know i guess you don't or you're not always thinking because you're doing your job about the people watching you but right it's like yeah. you could be your forecast could be in a you know middle of homeroom and then you know it's, yeah it's, it's, it's all yeah fun. just just turning it on and, and like i said making it part of your routine whether it's in the morning whether it's in the evening, you know, whatever the case may be, um, you know, just having that situation where you're, you're yeah. used to these people and they really are coming into your home, you laugh with them, you cry with them, you know, uh, you, you just don't think about that stuff. And then, you you know, you go over to Music Fest and you see them. Yeah, and then and well, so, I'm sure you get people that have to come up to you, yeah. you know, even now. Yep, you know, yep you, for you sure. And before we move on to True Weather, which we're definitely going to talk about, like, when you're a TV, because you're 15 years TV personality you know I, I guess it's easy to think that your job is just when you're on screen and, and you know you have the, the, the green screen behind you and doing all that but when you would come into work in the morning you know what as a meteorologist are you are you doing like do you you sit down like how does that work do you sit down at a computer and bring up software and then start looking at numbers on your own like what what do you do so for, for me personally and, and I think a lot of meteorologists are this way okay. I mean there's with any job there's a lot of and, and it, even with the television jobs whether yeah. it's you know the you know, sports team or the anchors or the reporters there's a lot that goes on I, I mean it's it's like an iceberg the tip is what you see on the air yeah. but there's 90% that goes on you know underneath the water and so um, that's the same you know I sit down at a computer I'm looking at models and it's not usually like oh, I'm picking up from, from scratch I'm, I'm looking at models you're kind of yeah you right. always have a sense and so there's a constant evolution of a forecast it's like you could maybe you're like i need to keep my eye on that in two days i see it coming this way and I'll, yeah i know in a couple of days like yeah yeah so you're you're constantly watching and evaluating um the weather you're having conversations with people behind the scenes uh, the other meteorologists and stuff like that what do you think um i was always a person that uh and, and, and WFMZ, luckily, all the, the the environments that I've been part of have been very democratic in the way that it's it's not just one person at the top telling you this is what we're going to go with. Okay. It's it's what are, what are your thoughts? So you what are your hey, thoughts? I saw this and yeah. you saw this. And so yeah. you know, I, 
I can remember having these conversations where what what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? And you know, in a, in a storm like tomorrow, somebody might be saying, you know. I think it's a four to eight and I think it's a three to six sure. and I think it's a one to three. And and so we say, all right, well, what if we went with, with this in the middle? Would everybody be comfortable with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then that's what we're gonna come out with. And so it was always interesting to me when somebody said, uh, oh yeah, Matt's forecast is way better than yours. Wait a minute. I mean, maybe the presentation, <laughs> but the forecast yeah. itself was exactly yeah, yeah. the same. I mean, we, we would laugh about that, um, you know. It, 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 it was the same forecast. We made sure of that, um, especially in my time there. We made a we made a very conscious effort to make sure that not only was the forecast on the air and between meteorologists the same, but it was also on all of our platforms. Because when I got there, you know, when I got there, the website it was 2006. Right. right. It's kind of websites like that. were like a lot of even television didn't even have a website yeah. really, yeah. and so um, or they did, and it was just it was just very archaic. Um, and so the evolution since I've been there of not only that but like social medias and apps and stuff like that I mean the iPhone wasn't even out when when I started there so like it's just and we're, yeah, we're so, about yeah. the same age so yeah I feel I feel that and with T I mean this has to be somewhat of it Let, let's let's talk about when you get it wrong or when people perceive you get it wrong because right. it's not you're not saying hey this is a thousand percent happening unless there are some things that you're like for safety reasons and all that so how do you deal how do you deal with that when um, maybe you got it wrong or, or or just people disagree with you like do you have to have a, a thick skin do you kind of like develop like do they do, you, do they teach you about that because I would imagine it's got to be part of the job or people like what are you doing yeah, yeah I mean it, it's it tends to be a very thankless job mm. um, yeah. so when you do get it right you were supposed to and when you don't get right. it right like, good uh, job. This is good you job. know right. you're an idiot 50% of the time is it's almost like a professional Professional love athlete in a way, right? <laughs> yeah, you better hit that three-point shot at the end of the that. game because if you don't, what are you, you know, getting paid? Yeah, right. So I mean, it is it is very much um, one of those things where you do have to have a, a thick skin. I think the, the biggest problem for me um, is when you get into these events, you know what you expected to happen at certain points. And you had those benchmarks. Uh, within the event and so when they're not occurring you're like uh-oh uh, yeah, I know this isn't going to happen and, sooner than they mean, do which means you know yeah. if, if, if X isn't happening then maybe Z is not going to happen in four hours and, yeah. right and, and so um, I think I, you know I, I get it I mean people are again we talked about this at the very beginning they're they're planning their days right they're like thanks thanks man right like, what is thanks mark i was right. planning to go out with my family and now it's raining yeah and, and it's so, your fault that this happened right and so yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and so yeah you get it i mean it they're not they're asking they're asking you how are we going to be impacted and when i'm asking you that i want to know do i have to cancel school today do do i have to change my plans can i have that outdoor picnic should i put up a tent um, those kind of things or you know do I can I not put up a tent because it's gonna be too windy on top of everything else um, so you get it um, and once you get to that point I think you're at a much better place it's tough to I, I think one of the tougher things to do is when I get this event wrong 
um, can I still can I still forecast that event right? And so, can you, can you modify in the well? Sort of like I we mean, saw, we've seen this didn't go the way that we expected, and now we're expecting it to go. To remember that each event is its own unique entity, right. um, and, and and when you're, I, I often use the the analogy of uh, of a closer in baseball. Like, you know, I blow the save tonight. I got to come back and save the game tomorrow. Um, there, there's, and that's the thankless part of it. You're like, right. hey, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't, but now I'm going to come back full strength. I right. don't have, I don't, I can't feel sorry for myself. Right. I can't feel sorry for myself. I can't because, you know, I forecasted that last event too little or too much. I can't go in the opposite direction for this event as a result of that last event. So you I have said to everyone's try. individual. You need right. to go. I have reset. to kind of detach myself from that and then and then, and then move forward with it. Um, and I think that to me was was the difference. I mean, when you when you're talking about television meteorology, uh, you've got three, four. Four minutes, maybe five minutes tops in a show to tell, a, a, you know, a hundred square mile area that this is their forecast for tomorrow. And the difference between that and what I'm doing now is that you can't get super specific. I can't tell you. I mean, I can tell you what's going to happen in my main city. Well, like if this table is right. Lehigh Valley, yeah. you know, you're in Bethlehem might get this, and Albertus might not right. even see that. Right. So, yeah. And so I can get far more specific. I can talk about, um, you know, pavement temperatures, which uh, pavement accumulations and stuff like that for specific areas. Uh, because as you know, it's different. You go across this valley, I, I mean, a lot of times on the air, I would have to put the valley in the entire, the same, you know, three to six or two to four. Um, with true weather, I don't have to do that. I, I can make this zip code different than this zip code. I remember was driving back from a Boca. Uh, okay. Airport, yeah. and we got to go through the Lehigh Tunnel, and it was just I, this must this is like the late nineties or something, yeah. and it was all snow, and, and then you went through the tunnel and you came on the other side, and nothing. And yeah. in my brain, you know, I'm just, I was a teenager, so I'm like, that's pretty neat. I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, you know, it's the it's the valley and all that. Yeah. Uh, but those kind of things are yeah. I mean, it's, it could be a neighboring town just through that. Yeah, and so yeah, right, yeah, there could be a neighboring town across that mountain, uh, Blue Ridge and and, and Blue Mountain. Mm -hmm. That's I mean, there's <laughs> it be different. Yes. different. <laughs> I mean, and especially for, you know, this Philadelphia market where you have the Poconos uh, at, to the north, <laughs> then you got the Lehigh Valley, and then you get into like some coastal plains um, as you get down into parts of New Jersey. And so it's just the, the differences there are, are, are drastic. Um, just for a regular event that's moving through, let alone a snow event. So TV was good to you. 15 years is yeah. a long time to do anything. Right. What, you know, you, what, this is where we're going to talk about true weather. So, like, what was kind of your impetus? Did you say, hey, we, we talked about being thankless, and before we went on air, we talked about even, like, meteorologists uh, sometimes having higher rates of depression, or at least it's like a common thing. Like, right. what was your reasoning to say, I love FMZ, but it's time for me to, to move on? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, uh, that you know, 
depression is something that's been well talked about in in the community even, like, of, of meteorology you because it, I didn't even think about it. you know in a lot of jobs yeah. you get a, you know you get a pat on the back in this job um, it, it's very people often people yelling at you right and, and if you got it right you're supposed to and if you got it wrong you, you know, you're a moron um, and so <laughs> um, and uh, you know for me it wasn't necessarily that as much as it was being able to do more with weather there's so much out there yeah. that's underutilized like I said when when, when we talk about uh, a snow event like tomorrow mm -hmm. where it's going to impact the area again you're not asking me how much snow is going to accumulate on grassy surfaces you're asking me can I get around the Lehigh Valley to do what I want to do tomorrow I don't care if three inches or six inches accumulates on grassy surfaces I care about if three to six inches is going to accumulate on paved surfaces in my uh, in my neighborhood right or, yeah you know, so, I, so I can't I can't drive or I can't get out that's what you're really concerned about and so changing the mind thinking of how weather is presented and how weather um, how weather is consumed, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like when I say three to six inches and I'm on the air, a lot of times it would be, oh, three to six inches is gonna accumulate everything. Not all surfaces are the same. Um, but there's, that's just one aspect of it. We're not talking about like, you know, whether agriculture or whether sports teams or events. And, and there's so many different, everybody uses weather. I mean. You go to a supermarket. That's so you're almost the one like, thing that you hear everywhere. You're, you're, yeah, right. That inner kid who saw right. that thunderstorm was kind of like looking at true weather, going, "Look what I, you know, look what I can do." Right. With all like this. I have all these parameters. Can we do this? And 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 you know, some of the things that we've talked about at at true weather was okay. You know, now that we've gotten fairly good at predicting uh, pavement accumulations. Let's start talking about the next thing and, and whether that is, you know, how do we how do we help our contractors? Because that's a lot part of what we do is landscaping, snow removal companies. How do we get to that next step of saying, all right, here's here's what we have and this is what we're forecasting uh, on pavement. Should you put down brine? What type of brine and salt and what type of brine and salt should you be putting down and all that other good stuff that's out there that is specific to an industry. Mm -hmm. But, you know, industries out there aren't being touched by the weather community in the way that they should well, I, be. Quick aside, I was I drove into Allentown uh, this morning for a meeting, and I, as I'm driving in, you see the brine lines uh, mm -hmm. on, on the ground, and you know, it's beautiful. But it, 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 as I'm, because I knew I was coming to meet you, I'm like, that's something to talk about. Like, we we yeah. see this beautiful weather, but here are people who are informed, like we've reached this, we're human beings, we've reached this level of information, that we know something's coming even though this weather is beautiful, and we're already preparing for it. Yeah. And, and and just I mean I'm new to this side of you know this this private sector this dealing with you know uh, landscapers and snow removal companies so the information that I found in last year from them is that you know this brine or this salt can can basically you know cut off a quarter to a half inch on the front end 
And then if I put it down on the back end, I can get rid of maybe a quarter to a half inch, depending on the situation. Um, that certain products will cause binding to the roads and actually do the opposite of what you want them to do. Um, tomorrow is an event where we're going to have, in, in, in most locations, a little bit of rain beforehand. So is that brine going to wash away? And, you know, uh, th those are all different things that are... I think we can get to a better place with the parameters that we have out there, with the knowledge that we have out there, with the forecasting tools, get to a better place than where we are right now, which is this kind of a stab in the dark. Um, and so going to people that are dealing with this in the industries and saying, what are we not addressing with you? That's that to me is really what fuels my fire. Yeah, it would make sense to me if I'm a contractor, landscaper, and I'm running, uh, you know, I'm deploying whatever I need to deploy out there. I would want, and no offense to any TV meteorologist, you know, I just they only they're, I mean, I guess they're on if they're the weather channel, but they only have that three to four minutes of whatever. And, and like you're, I need specific information about this. Is right. that what? So let's talk about true weather. Yeah. We waited long enough. So is that what true weather does? Can you exactly. describe what that platform is? Yeah, and, and, and that's exactly what we do, is is um, pavement accumulations. We give you first and second inch timing on pavement. Um, we give you initial accumulation on pavement. Um, so all that information is very, very important to them because when, when you're talking about um, an event like tomorrow where some locations are not going to see an inch and can get away with just de-icing for this event. They could just put down salt or brine. Mm -hmm and get away with that for this event and other locations are going to have to actually drop the plow now the difference you know the difference can be four to five times the amount of employees that they have to bring in sure. for an event where they're going to have know. to shovel or plow right. compared to an event where they're just going to de-ice that's huge money especially when you're talking about gas prices where they are people yeah. getting in getting out if I out. have to send an extra truck that's right. hundreds of dollars in gas Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to be running that truck tomorrow in many locations for, you know, 10 to 14 hours maybe. Um, and so that's that's so a is lot. So that like, is it mostly if you can describe like what true weather itself is like there's a there's a me factor I can just right. go there and look at weather but then there's that detailed right if I'm a, a contractor an owner of a, a landscaping company I can get a very detailed for whatever I'm looking at. Right. And so the basically the, the the gist of what we do is we're going to give you parameters that are specific to your zip code. So like we okay. talked about it's not I'm not forecasting Bethlehem for Allentown. A lot of times they're going to be very similar, but there's going to be a difference between Allentown and Bethlehem. And so you having that knowledge that I need to have my crews on this side at this time or this side at this time, you know, you're saving money on labor, you're saving money on gas, um, you're letting your crews maybe sleep a little bit longer Which before is, a long duration all event. these things accumulate <laughs> right yeah another term. right right <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it does, yeah, right? You're like very you're, happy about the bad. Year. I know. I'm very, I, 
I can, but if you, yeah, if you get those, but I'm just like, if you can plan for that, I can see how it right. can be so valuable. And, and, and so um, we have contractors that'll say, eh, we, we, we listen, we look at the app, we look at, you know, uh, the local television station. We, we ask and that's Alexa. Fine. Right, yeah, that's, and that's fine. You want to do that, that's, that's fine. If you're getting away with it and you're successful with it, by all means do it. Sure, yeah. There are many companies out there but here's this, but we, we're, well, I guess the, the point is, is it's, the information you talk about, like the passion for you to go in and all that education now, because the internet has, has evolved to the point where, okay, we can give you that information now in right. a way that isn't overwhelming, Right. but we can, can, we can, our professionals can do it, condense it for you and give it to you something usable and not like, oh, it might snow. Right. And yeah. it's a 40% chance at 11. What does that mean? Well, I mean, think about it just in the sense of how much, you know, Brian and Salt, we, we heard about that last year there was a shortage on, on on salt and and so when you're talking about these things that you might not only not want to put down or have to put down but they're also in short supply yeah and you go and waste it on an event that maybe you didn't need um, you know our our platform can save you save you time save you money and pay for itself basically by telling you hey you're not going to have to put down salt or brine for this event because even though it's going to snow rates are never going to get that that high uh, snowfall rates per hour are never going to get that high and the temperatures are going to be high enough that it's never going to accumulate on the roadways or if it does it's very little um, so that that can be a huge difference for for especially the smaller guy it's it's weird to me that the bigger companies use this but sometimes the smaller guys like i can't afford you uh, yeah. and, and it should actually be the opposite way it should be like, the smaller can, guy if you use me that i, I get right because i'm just like i'm a smaller company right like, I, I can pay can you very, x but i can probably save a lot yes more and than so, it would it would hurt my bottom line it would, it would help my bottom line more, more yeah. right yeah and so um it, it's 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 cool seeing it you know everything coming to fruition um as far as that goes and, and us bringing in new tools you know um we were talking about the difference between plowing an event and just putting down salt or yeah. brine um and, and the difference in manpower that 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 brings in one of the things that we're working on is the probability of actually one inch accumulating and so we give you that timing right now but you know hey it, it's weather and, and it'll, sometimes it does not happen the way that we projected or it happens later or it happens earlier or we're just barely getting above an inch and so in those situations like through New Jersey tomorrow where you're talking you know central New Jersey you're talking maybe you know an inch to two inches or you know an inch and a half to three inches they may not get to two inches and so they may only get over an inch and so that's a huge those areas are really where we're focusing on because those are locations where we're talking about whether I bring in 10 guys or 40 guys right for especially some during companies. like during a time in mid-march where it's not we're not in January we're kind of expecting to have right to sun angle temperatures all that stuff is going to come into factor tomorrow uh, and for these these guys that's a that's a huge difference um, in the labor costs and, and and the fact that like they may not even have the labor right now I mean there's a labor 
labor shortage on top of everything else. So they may not even have that. So if they're going to call in these guys and they're going to spend this money, it's really important that they, they, um, they, you know, they have the proper information. And and I, like I said, we're focusing on snow removal and contractors and landscapers. But there's so many well, different like industries was, out I mean, there. I mean, I'm that not going to put this. them on blast. But if I was like a music festival, for example, yeah. like I, I would right. like to have the most updated right. stuff because it, it, yeah. it can affect my decision to cancel a concert or something like right. that. You know? yep. so. Yeah, so there's there's so many different um, different arenas, so to speak, that, that you can get into with this that are just, they're not, it hasn't been given the attention that it should. And does it help? I mean, it's kind of a personal question, but like personally, not being on TV, I, I could imagine that could also be good family-wise, you know, more time, or maybe you have less, I don't know, but so, you just like, it, I, I, could, I would imagine you have some more time to spend with your family. <laughs> There, there's, there's, David so, so let's let's put it this way: there's more home time. Yeah. There's not necessarily more uh, quality home time. Uh, I think you're in the same boat. Like I'm upstairs right. working, and then you know, but I'm still. Yeah, and and I think a lot of people thought when when I left television, oh, you, yeah, you, good for you. You're gonna have you're gonna have this. I mean, listen, I had a posh gig in, in, in television. All right. I mean, like now you, you don't have to. The only thing you don't have to do is go on TV, but you're doing the same. Right. You're. So I'm, but yeah, hat off, hat off weekends at this point. Um, you know, I had my shift. It, it was, it was nice. This is nonstop. I mean, you know how it is. Yeah, when you have a business or a smaller business, you're constantly working. Uh, you're constantly thinking about ideas. You're con like your brain never stops. And so, uh, even if it does, it's always kind of on that back burner. Um, where if you know, that's that's with a small company I think well, any and small there, and there's competition in your space too like, right. let's be honest there, there's been I don't want to call them armchair but like I'm I'm familiar with some even uh, independent uh, we've worked with Leah Valley Weather Authority or friends of ours you know um, people who are very interested in, in the same things you were interested in and they do a great job I understand yeah but like that is that has become popular as well and I, I think that's interesting to see some of those people they, like, they blow my page out of the water with likes you know what I mean like it's, yeah. it's so many people I, just, I, and again but, that's weather you start Start talking about weather. It's gonna, I should, it's gonna I start the Lehigh Valley weather report. <laughs> like I don't know what's gonna happen. It's, yeah, it's, and, and so there's a lot of them out there, and and uh, you know with that I think of uh, Goodwill Hunting. That scene in Goodwill Hunting where the guy from Harvard comes in and uh, Matt Damon's character says, I, "I've learned everything I've needed in uh, you know fifty dollars worth of uh, late fees at the library." Yeah, and you know they're, they 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 uh, have more knowledge than that. Sure. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're very knowledgeable, and and yes. there's they do honestly a lot of them do a great job with explaining it. And I think one thing that maybe there was a disconnect with with some meteorologists and you know what you're talking about um, on, on social media is that a lot of those those people are very they can communicate very well. They're they're better at adapting to, to people, and so. It's given them an opportunity to 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 touch some people yeah. in a different way and get more specific to location or, or whatever the case may be. And sometimes they're just fun uh, pages to go on because everyone's fighting with each other. And then the owner of the page is like, "Me, it's mad. And they'll shut down the comments." And, yeah. But again, it's just like how we're talking about weather, right? right. I feel like I'm talking about practice. Like we're talking about weather, and, and it's 
just something that is never going away. And, and so, but our information and the way that we can get it is just going to improve. So that's why we're, it's so interesting to me as you, you're progressing. Right, you know? Yeah, and it, it's gotten light years better. Uh, the one thing I always say to anybody who's looking at a forecast is look at it as a guideline, not gospel. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's to give you the best information that we currently have. Um, and it's gotten way better than it was. Um, well, can you talk about one of the questions? We haven't even looked at these in a while. Can you talk about like what are when you started 15, 16, 17 years ago compared to now? What is the technology? Is it like book to iPhone? Like what is what has it been for you? The, the I, advancement. Well, the advancement. I mean, there's there's hard metrics out there on this that you know we're talking the way we talked about 10, 15 years ago, a one day or you know one and a half, two day forecast. We're talking about a day four, five, six forecast right now. The accuracy levels and of those is two that forecasts. More more years faster of having data, faster or? computers, better models. You know, every time we get an event wrong, don't think we're just like oh, you know, uh, not me personally, but the people who deal with these models, they ain't happy. Well, it's like you're reading, get you're, wrong. you're getting better. They're reading it out. I don't want to say you're reading tea leaves because it's, it's more of a science than that. But you're getting better at reading those. Right. Tea and so sure. what do we miss here? What do we have to improve on? So every single time an event like that happens where there's a miss here or there's a miss here. Um, and again, think about this is not something that that you may not you may not be familiar with. But a lot of times when we were looking at the models years ago, they were 50 or 100 kilometers. And there's still a lot out there that are that resolution. But now there's ones that are one kilometer. There's ones that are three kilometer. And so now we're getting more precise with this. Um, and as the models continue to get so better and more city, precise. You can tell like, right. for example, city Allentown over a three, a six kilometer radius. We can tell you Allentown instead of the Lehigh Valley. Yeah, and that, that's what, I think that's the difference. Right. That, that's where the... Uh, not, not that anyone's better or worse, but just having that quick forecast compared to what's going on right. in downtown. Like, I need to know. Right. And, and, and you know, there, there's one thing that I like to look at a lot of times. It's called positive snow depth. Um, and, and what this makes you think about is that what are the models really showing you when, when they're showing you an they're, they're showing you a snowfall accumulation? But they're not showing, that's not what they're showing you. What they're showing you is how much snow is going to fall from the sky in the form of snow in that many inches. Okay. So it's it's a different mindset than what's going to actually accumulate on the surface. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand, yeah. So your positive snow depth is actually what's going to accumulate on a surface that's 32 degrees in that situation. Um, I don't think, or, or, you know, what you get what I'm saying, whatever's, whenever yeah. the surface is 32 degrees that accumulation begins um, but it wasn't always looked at that way you know everybody said oh the models are saying well, three to six it's, and that's what it is it's the uh, black and white it's right snow no snow three inches no three inches when you're talking about precision that's what you're getting into logistics right you right know? like okay again we talk about like should we get ready to deploy the the, uh, the plows and right do we need so yeah. Yeah, and that type of stuff now, just even disseminating that information 10 years ago would be a lot more difficult.
difficult for you know 15 years ago the way that you do. It's funny. I, I, I'm, I'm going to wait for a, a week or two after we have this conversation okay. because whenever whenever I have this conversation with somebody and I start telling them like look at weather a little bit differently um, and, and think about things that are underutilized and things that you've often said like man I wish we had information on this or I wish I had this I, I will often have friends or uh, people that I've talked to write me a text message or send me an email or something like that and say hey you know you were telling me about this and now I was thinking about this is this something that you know we you could look at and, right. and I'll be like yeah yeah absolutely like that's that's something and do that's you, do you still get like text messages from friends who are like hey I read the weather report but really what's happening yeah are you, are you just kind of like guys stop like, no guys. <laughs> yeah my, my friends uh, friends family they'll often write me and I'll be like what are they saying well, my mom it's funny my mom always like, mom, said no, I'm not they're, sa they're saying and I said I'm part of them do you want to know what I want to say and she would be like yeah yeah what are you saying that's really what I'm asking so um, yeah there, there's a ton of people that ask me still and um, I, I, I think uh, my mother has been a good hype man so like for family members they kind of filter through her you know and so yeah so she uh, she'll give that information out to to whoever but yeah it's do you, do you miss TV at all like I mean I'm sure you miss your team like, that, yeah. that had to be fun like working with all yeah. those people you mentioned like Melanie Falcon yeah. everybody's so great yeah yeah Melanie Jim uh, Dan Matt Eve Hasiel Rob Wendy Will Lewis Will Lewis who's now in the North Carolina yeah, I'm trying to convince him to go to a, a Bobcat Sixers game with me one day yeah that'd be great um, yeah there I mean there's uh, Bo uh, Jackie yeah, was there the best you know. dressed man we have yeah now. oh my gosh yeah I can't compete <laughs> with him um, and so yeah I mean you miss miss those people I, I was in a unique situation we started I started two shows with Jim and Melanie while I was there uh, I, I don't know that that's ever happened from scratch uh, to a person a team starting two new shows and then to be able to have worked uh, at one point on every single one of the shows that were there every single week I don't know that there's anybody that can say that either um, besides me like I was not not on the morning show as a permanent picture but I was behind the scenes with Matt for for an extended period of time um, and so I got to work on every single show at WFMZ at one point or another um, and that was my my permanent show so yeah I, I, I got to work with literally everybody there that you've seen uh, for an extended period of time Kathy Crane uh, still, she still comes like, yeah I mean, she still comes to my kids birthday parties <laughs> still gets a gift for my kids at uh, Christmas love her to death um, so she's she's great and there's so many great people that work at that station so what and we gotta finish up here we'll plug true weather again but if you if somebody listening is because is, I know there are probably more um, younger people exposed to meteorology now than even in the past because they can get on their phone and download apps and do all sorts of things for somebody who maybe is interested in it and, and is looking to either go to school or what, what are some besides going to college to, to learn about it you know right. what what advice would you give them uh, as they begin their journey I, I mean take every one thing that I did when I was in even in high school and um, you know I wasn't the A plus student but I took all the AP classes and AP physics AP chemistry AP math uh, 
Um, so take all of those science and math classes you can, get your hands on all of them because you're gonna need all of them. Um, and the number one thing I would say to anybody that wants to get into meteorology and, and predicting weather is don't be afraid to fail because you're going to fail. Um, that's, that's the nature of the business. Um, and even as we get better, there's going to be, it's just going to be smaller increments that you're, you're failing at. It's, it's going to be maybe, you know, one out of a hundred at some point or one out of a thousand. And there's got to be a thrill in looking at, in looking at those models and being like, uh, my gut tells me this one. This is what I'm doing. And then when you get it right, I yeah. mean, I know you're, you said fail, but there's got to be that thrill when you do get it right and you're like, it's going, like it, right. it, it got exactly four inches at the, at the marker that I right. set. You know? Well, I want to... You're like, like busting your, your wife's row and be like, I, you know, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and so this, is, this one was a perfect example of that. I mean, we've been... Our, our company for days now has been forecasting for this snow and there's been a lot of uh, weather entities that have said like hey I just don't see this happening it's gonna be too far west They're like nope we're seeing it come east we're seeing it come east and so um, one thing you know social media is great because it keeps receipts yeah. it's great yeah. when you have situations like this Could you even remember but I then when you get it wrong you're like forget uh, that I did that right, yeah um, but yeah the, I mean we've been saying pretty similar amounts for for the Lehigh Valley most of the East Coast now for several days and it looks like it's going to come to fruition so our clients are prepared they're ready to go um, it shows how important you know and tell people that let's, let's do the spiel you know yeah, tell people more about true weather how they can find out more about it yeah, and, yeah uh, it's very easy and we're going to uh, link this in our show notes yeah true true uh, wx.com you can find us on the web uh, you can go on there check out some of our products uh, we don't have anything for the average show so to speak it is it is uh, sure. a paid service so you would have to pay for you know a location but if you're but you're getting the team with you on it you know like what I'm yes. trying to say is yep. you, it, it's established it's it's, it's established yeah. we have uh, clientele all over the country uh, we just got multiple multiple clients in uh, the Seattle area this year we have Denver we have Salt Lake City um, Great Lakes Ohio Valley um, and then the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic is, 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 is it based in it's based in Allentown no okay yeah. I thought it was that's, yep. that's great so that's even better like just keep pushing that yeah yeah know that. and so yeah we're based out of Allentown and so you know it's if awesome. you're listening right. to this, it's, we're local, yeah. but we're also national, um, and we have um, we have a plan to move into Canada. Um, so we're going to expand, and we already have some clients that are, are begging us to move up there. Um, and so that'll happen in the very near future, hopefully uh, next season or the year after that. A uh, little bit different up there with zip code base because uh, their postal codes are a little bit different. So uh, we got to work on that. Metric system, right? Yeah. So so that'll be a little bit different, and we'll we'll probably have to ex expand. Um, you know how many meteorologists we have at that point. That's great. But, I mean, I think I knew. That, but the, to have you say that it's, it's also local even makes me yeah you know, not, I mean not that but it's, it's great it makes you feel good like, yeah you know, and one of the things too for us I mean not only is it's, it's local we do this zip code base but like when you get into events if you're looking at an app or you're looking at um, television 
a lot of times when you get into the events, it's basically whatever I saw, I saw, and that's it. For us, we do what we call live casting. And so we will give them updates if we see a change in the forecast. So we get into the actual event, and we say, wait a second, this band is sitting over this area and sitting okay, so this you'd area. Be like so these morning kinds, and you're like, Yo, yeah. So right, in the yeah. middle of the night, we're writing you saying, hey, wait a second, that band that we said we're going to set up over the Lehigh Valley is now setting up over Central Bucks, Montgomery. So you guys are going to see as much. You guys are going to see more. Yeah. And so they know, and we're giving them times. So we're saying like this, this may change. And so that's in real time uh, that we're looking at that, and that's something that you don't get uh, with a lot of these apps and and. Uh, um, you know, I hate to, to bash what I used to be in, but television no, meteorology. And I think people can understand. I mean, it's just a limit. The format is different, right? So right, it's yes. just, it's a different animal, and I think people can appreciate it. And it's, it, in that, in those situations, it's, that's where the For me, the average Joe sometimes, I'm right. just like, I need it. Okay, is it sunny good? All right, we're out. You know? Right. So, and, but I see the difference when you need that pinpointed. Yeah, and so we also have um, a service that we call Ask a Meteorologist. So at any point in the event, they can write us and say, you know what? <laughs> What you're forecasting isn't necessarily happening. It's happening a little bit differently. Um, when is this going to change? Do you ever so get any uh, fun messages through that sometimes? Like, guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, there's some that were like, hey, uh, you know, uh, this again, is the second time in a row right, that, yeah. you, you know, maybe this has happened or this happened. But you're continuing, like you said, you're continually to get better every time there's an event. You're just right. getting better. And, better. and so, yeah, I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, um, we had a conversation that event that happened here in the Lehigh Valley where a heavier band set up overnight mm -hmm. and five inches fell here when we were, I think we were forecasting one to two. It happens to us too. I mean, that's, again, if, if you're not ready to fail in this business, sure. I'm sorry, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. Um, you're going to fail. The, the, the important part is, is how do you recover from that and how do you learn from that? And then there's some situations for us that, you know, we get into those situations and we look at ourselves and we're like, what do we do? Because, you know, you're only as good as your tools. Right, yeah. And if my tools are but then you gotta weather models. you a little bit from right. your experience. Right. And, and rely on, hey, I remember this thing 10 yeah. years ago, and it kind of was like this, and I'm going to yeah. do this. Yeah. And so, like, even if we're on, you know, an event like, like what we're talking about a couple weeks ago, even if we're on the high side and it, it, it overperforms the high side of what the models are saying, then you're like, okay, now what do we do? Mm -hmm. Because there's no way we could, we could go out on a limb and say, we're going to go on the high side of the models, mm -hmm. but we're not going outside of the model. Like that's, that's right. a real extreme for us to go to. And so that's when you get into those situations where you're like, what do I do now? I can live cast that event, but live casting is, is maybe sometimes already too late. Well, yeah. You know, because it has to be produced right. for you to do it. So, I mean, there's issues uh, with any type of service that you get. But, but like I say, like, with your service, like, I would be comfortable relying, like, hey, these guys have it handled. Right. And they're 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 worrying themselves about their own right. accuracy. Right. So I can take trust. And so in those situations, you could also say, like, hey, we're now seeing this overperform in this area. We can at least give you an end time and what we expect to see, as opposed to, like, hey... We're just throwing up our hands and good luck. <laughs> Mark, this is fantastic. Yeah. I'm so glad that we did this. Um, and again, if you guys want to learn more about True Weather, hit up our show notes. TrueWX. TrueWX.com. We're, we're Find me on LinkedIn. We'll, we'll make sure that we link all your, your stuff in there. Um, yeah. I'm glad that we were because I said we'd be kicking this around, so I'm yeah. glad that we were able to get out. And do LinkedIn, something. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. 
Twitter. You can find us in all those places, and we have links there too. So make sure you follow us. This is a great way to, yep. to finish out my week. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is a pleasure. It's Thank a great you. time. All right. One more big thank you to Mark Shannenberger of True Weather. Find more information about them at truewx.com. A big thank you to our sponsors, ArtsQuest, Michael Bernardin with Remax Realty, and of course, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, where we recorded this. Check out the video in the show notes or on our YouTube. If you want to get in touch with me, it's George at leivalleywithlovemedia.com. We'll talk to you next time. For a bigger home? Find Mike. Looking to downsize? Find Mike. Looking for a home in the Poconos? Find Mike. Looking for your very own bat cave? Find Mike. When looking to navigate the Lehigh Valley real estate market, the first move is to always find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. He can help you build the right game plan to achieve all your real estate goals. Whether it be a home with 10 bathrooms, a home with a large garage to park your Tesla or vintage Ford Pinto, or just something perfect for you and your family, finding Mike Bernadine is always the best way to go. So what are you waiting for? To make all your Lehigh Valley real estate dreams come true, all you have to do is find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate.